You are listening to Grand Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. <laughs> Welcome to Crunt Fresh, the podcast where the lads and I discuss news and products crossing the seven seas. I'm your Captain Ian. And I'm the Deputy Chef, Goose Beams McGee. Um, it's me, Alex. I'm back from swabbing the poop deck. Yeah, your two weeks swabbing <laughs> assignment is over. How do you feel? Are you going to steal from the rum casks anymore? I... <laughs> We'll see. I'll keep an eye on him from the crow's nest. Oh, and who that be there? <laughs> oh, just Fred up here. Ah, put put ye uh, eye patch back on. <laughs> I'll go back to sleep. Yeah. So lighthouse watch. We're all wa- we all saw the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. It's a great was, film. It was really good. Shot in a square. <laughs> Very square. Indeed. Most movies aren't square anymore. Oh no. Yeah. Um, the rectangles have taken like. over. Um, trapezoids are coming though. That's the new wave. Oh, if I had to see a movie that was shaped like a trapezoid. <laughs> what other shapes, esoteric shapes, have they attempted for movies? You think? A rhombus. I mean, they're either squares or rectangles. They, we haven't really they had... did circle at one point, because the first TVs were circular. The really? Yeah, they were the like porthole televisions. Wow. <laughs> Squirkles. <laughs> you know, I love a good squirkle. Like on my uh, Android home screen, it gives me the option, square or squirkle. Oh, he was the like, main character in that uh, that show, right? Back from the 90s, uh, Squirkle, where he would do like, the funny dance sometimes. Yeah, or he would spray the water at uh, a young boy training other monsters. <laughs> Did I squirt that? <laughs> He'd squirt it at Churkle, and it would do really a lot of damage. Yeah, Churkle, Peekaboo, um, Mank, Manky. Mank, yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone's favorite monsters. Wow, this is great. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about Friends. New friends, actually. And I got a little new friend for you. It's, uh, this is from Lost Vegas. It's uh, a story from Fox 7 Austin. Did I say Lost Vegas? Lost Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Lost wow. Vegas? I, I see like no post, problems here. Post-apocalyptic America? Well, anyway. It's like a yeah, Vegas. Mr. House. Oh, also, rest in peace, the voice actor who played Mr. House. Oh, he's dead? Yeah, I don't remember his name, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace. Mr. Holmes. Rest in peace, um... Foncho Huddy, the actor who played Dr. House. Foncho Huddy. <laughs> so in Las Vegas, someone has been putting tiny cowboy hats on the heads of pigeons. Oh. So, yeah, it's literally exactly what you think it is. I'm going to bring up the screenshot for you guys so you can see it. Uh, they're just little tiny cowboy hats that people have been putting on pigeons. Look at them there. The one on the left kind of looks like a beret. How do they get close enough to do that so that's what i've been wondering they, what's the catch they must be master catchers <laughs> at catching yeah, pigeons watch the catch there's really just no like, catch there's just catch no one has any tactics. idea how this is happening or who's doing this so it's kind of just like one of those ongoing mysteries maybe we'll get a resolution to it next week um pita the uh they're very mad the animal, animal rights yeah they're they uh they're very very furious over finding these small hats on pigeons because they're like what if they're glued to their heads they're gonna catch the guy oh, no no that's not PETA. i can read you the actual story <laughs> oh it's another organization PETA but, um, i just want to read you so a local onlooker 
so the newspaper, as soon as they heard about this, went out and did man on the street interviews, as every good journalist will do. So they went out and spoke to an onlooker, Robert Lee, not the general. Oh, okay. And uh, he only had one explanation. He said, the rodeo is in town. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what happens when the rodeo comes in town. Um, All the animals get a cowboy hat. Yeah. Um, They're like the special edition versions. Yeah, it's like the new DLC. (laughs) It's like if they hated it, they probably would have tried to get them off by it now, right? The pigeons? I don't think a pigeon can do anything to take a hat off. I don't think it has, like, it could waggle its head around maybe. (laughs) Besides that, like, I think that's it. But, uh, so Lee continues on. He says, I saw something red on a pigeon's head, and I looked down and saw these awesome things. (laughs) So, honestly, I think he's prime suspect number one, Robert (laughs) Lee. I think he's got to really get his act together. Yeah, he he smelled it, he dealt it. I hope he's got a good alibi, because he's too funny to, like, have not done this. Just promoting his own crime. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to catch him, him and he's going to be like, well, I had all of these uh, extra pigeon hats and I just needed something to do with them. So there's a dark side of this. Uh, local animal rescue and pigeon advocacy group known as Lofty Hopes has a serious <laughs> concern about the negative impacts on the pigeons. So uh, one of their leaders said, at first I was like, oh my God, that's cute. Then I was like, wait a minute. How did you get those hats on them? <laughs> Hillman runs an animal advocacy organization whose slogan is a pigeon positive movement. Um, <laughs> really got to fight for those pigeons. I'm sorry, sir. You're pigeon positive. So <laughs> H.I. Pigeon. So he's um, he's like putting the pigeons on the hats. Oh, that's the other way around. Yeah. He's, the hats um, are already there and he's just yeah, applying the pigeon to the hat. He just he, found the hats. Um, doing that, I don't know why we're being so pigeon-centric about this. We should think about the hats' feelings. Yeah. No, I think it's the pigeons. They're just, they just branched out. They want to wear hats now. They're becoming more sentient as a species. I think this was a secret plan made by the pigeons. To yeah, how else would they get those little tiny hats? They, ha- they must have made them somehow. <laughs> like the little pigeon cobblers are slaving away to make like, little pigeon sombreros. Forcing their humans to deliver it to the other I mean, that's true. If one day pigeons evolved to just start wearing hats, like, we would just be like, oh, who gave them the hats? And they would just be winking at each other. (laughs) I mean, when you really think about all the animals that evolved to wear hats, you have hermit crabs. Oh, yep, those are hermits. Well, those are, like, those are hats. Yeah, I mean, their hat basically takes over their entire body. SpongeBob? Yeah, he wears a hat, but he didn't evolve to wear... He didn't evolve the hat. Oh, um, Kevin the Sea Cucumber did evolve to wear that hat. (laughs) <laughs> so we, we all know who, how that ended up so, uh, rest in peace Kevin <laughs> yeah, so the ongoing question is uh, are the hats glued on and that's basically all anyone can think of because <laughs> they can't imagine these hats just free sitting on the pigeon's head well, well I mean maybe he put one on so many pigeons that like a couple were bound to just still have the hat on <laughs> oh I see and then the last one gets a prize yeah have they found any cowboy hats just lying on the ground or in trash bins no, there's really not much to this story. Also, it's Austin, so most people there are pretty fucked up. <laughs> so who knows what's going on? But anyway, uh, that's all I have for that. Hmm. Well, I've got a well, kind of ambiguous person of the law. Um. So a forty a forty three year old man has recently been arrested in northern Brazil for dressing up and impersonating his mom to take her driving test for her. When senior Heiter Schleve. A uh, 60-year-old mother. What was the name? Heitor, Heitor Shave. Shave. <laughs> um, wow. There's, a, I, I just like, I, there was an, a bunch of A's and I's and E, like E's. I can't get them all together. I, I trust you. Roll with it. But yeah, so his 60-year-old mom kept failing her driving test. 
when he decided he had to step in. So donning a floral dress and fresh makeup and a wig, he buckled himself into the driver's seat of his mom's car, and it appeared to be before the in- and drove around with the instructor, you know, taking the driving test. He's, you know, <laughs> filling in. I was in my mom's car. And the inspector became suspicious. And she noticed that the woman on the ID didn't didn't quite bear exactly a striking resemblance to the woman in front of her. And she raised an alarm. So like oh. I don't know what kind of alarm this was, but like and she hit the button that sets off like all the sirens and whistles on the, on the test car. <laughs> yeah, she's like woo, woo. just drives straight to the police station because yeah, he was in, arrested for impersonation. They got very mad. They were not happy about this. <laughs> for the crimes of uh, impersonation and inspector tree. Yeah, they're like, oh shit. I think you costumery. should be allowed to impersonate someone. Wouldn't that be cool if you could be like, I'm a doctor, and then just put on a stethoscope? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, let me do yeah, some doctor. Cool. I'll be like, $5,000. Really cool. <laughs> there was that movie where there was uh, six twins that it was illegal to have sisters, or just uh, siblings in general. And they had to go each out one at a time into society. Like, they had turns, like, one day of the week. What? Oh, because they were all pretending to be one person? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's nuts. It was honestly a pretty cool movie. There's a movie about sex tuplets that had to live as one person. Yep. That sounds like Wait, a comedy. That sounds that? like a great sitcom idea. Yeah, you can it, do a lot with that one. It might honestly be, like, six. That's... Like, the number. <laughs> I, I honestly forget. What? It's called <laughs> Six. The movie's called Six. The prequel well, is Seven. Well, there was a movie called Seven. Alright, everybody oh. go out and watch the movie Six, and then after you're done with that, you watch Seven. Seven, yeah. And then you can watch, um... Oh, there's a Nine. The Hateful Eight. Oh, there's, there's an Eleven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's an Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. There's a bunch of There's 11s. plenty of numbers you can Twelve watch. Twelve Angry Men. Yeah. You could watch all the numbers you want. <laughs> what, what number do you think is the longest? <laughs> next episode we're gonna find the biggest number yeah I can't, next episode is the counting episode so stay tuned for that it's gonna be really gonna exciting how high we can count yeah. uh anyone else got a new friend for us yeah i have um honestly even more than 30 to 50 new friends this time i have thousands of penis fish that washed <laughs> up on a beach in california so oh. technically worms um, the garish-looking animals were exposed on the sand after powerful winter storms hit the west coast of the U.S. So, yep, these um, wriggling animals are a species of marine spoonworm, <laughs> commonly known as the fat innkeeper worm. <laughs> you know, that character we all love, the, the fat innkeeper. I love it when I'm watching a play and the fat innkeeper comes out and I go, yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah, <laughs> Um, so yeah, the fat innkeeper worm, or sometimes known as penis fish, um, the critters were spotted flopped across the sands of Drake Beach, California, um, about 50 kilometers or 31 miles. Oh, okay. Watching, uh, we're reading a UK source here. So this is, um, 31 miles north of San Francisco. Um, so the nightmarish scene was first recorded by Bay Nature, which wrote that the creatures were quite common along the west coast of North America, but they live in U-shaped burrows under the sand, and um, people are rarely aware of the penis fish's existence. You, <laughs> you know, I don't... traveled 31 miles. No, um, they were spotted 31 miles from San Francisco. From San... Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to walk on a beach ever again, or at least on the west coast. All right, so I'm about to show you guys a picture of the beach. Oh my god! Oh, it's uh, Worm City. Damn. How so? How large yeah. are these? 
When the penis fish um, pop up through the sand in between my toes, man. How large are they? Oh, it says they're um ten inch penis fish. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's uh that's pretty good. <laughs> um Oh, okay. So this is a picture of somebody holding it in their hands. <laughs> oh my god. It looks oh like what god. it says it looks like. It, it's so uncanny, like it's such a good descriptor. Oh I wonder yep. where those like exactly independently evolved. So I wonder. Um, it's got to be Australia. Unless that's a picture of a dildo, and you're trying to trick us right now. <laughs> yeah, I made up this uh, penis fish debacle here. Yeah. No, but what I want to know is uh, what we did to the sea gods to anger them that they sent the penis fish. Well, uh, <laughs> the word you should never harm a penis fish. <laughs> it's bad luck to harm a penis fish. <laughs> Go. Um, so yeah, that's it's a new friend. Um, probably a new fiend. We're probably not going like, to keep it. Yeah, I don't want that on the board or the fridge or anywhere in my yeah. house, actually. Throw it back into the ocean. Back <laughs> we're going to throw them back. Yeah, throw back the small fry, the ones that are <laughs> under six inches. <laughs> Give them a little bit more time. Just silent apathy as we, as we watch them float back into the water. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get really sad. Yeah. Um, Sapathy. <laughs> All right. You, you got a new friend for us? Well, we were talking about geometry before a little, little while ago rhombuci circuli quadrilaterals yeah dodecahedrons <laughs> and i i didn't plan that but i actually brought up the movie might maybe called six which is kind of funny because this is a group of six new friends oh cyclones C- six new cyclone players cyclone friends <laughs> giant killing cyclone death storms on jupiter oh, i don't like those why are you friends with them? Yeah, why are you friends with a giant rotating death storm? They're just chilling, On man. Jupiter. They're on Jupiter. Oh. <laughs> Do they carry on? So they exist? They it's exist. Okay. On Jupiter. Jupiter exists. You can prove it. <laughs> well, we had a, a flyby of NASA's Juno spacecraft. by uh, A flyby of Jupiter by Juno's spacecraft. And uh, 2,175 miles above the planet. They found a new baby, new baby cyclone. And it was a pentagon of cyclones before. Now it's a hexagon of cyclones. Oh, that's damn, that's damn cool. A hexagon of clone? Are you talking, so on Jupiter, they have that giant rotating, like, at the poles, they have that big... Yeah, around the poles. That's Jupiter, right? Not Saturn. Saturn's got something going on, too. Jupiter's got the big red spot. Saturn's got the, uh, the rings, right? Saturn's got the rings, but it's also got something on the surface. I don't remember what it is. Apparently, having big rings like that is like really fucking weird. Like, there's no other planets what if within the vicinity that like cyclones came crashing towards Earth. You would you would just need like a seven-sided uh, hole to put in front of the six the hexagon cyclones to stop it. Um, a fourth dimension septagon. Saturn's yeah. got the hexagon. Okay, Saturn's got the hexagon at the pole. You know, you've so you've all seen the the Saturn's hexagon picture. Oh, <laughs> it's like that's it, my desktop screensaver. Probably inspired the game Super Hexagon. <laughs> Super Monkey Hexagon. But there's new cyclones up there, typhoons, cyclones, cyclones, cyclones. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> cyphoons. 
Right, I need I need more I need some more details about these because it's a, it's a cyber waterfall. You, you piqued my interest now that there's I know there's giant spinning funnels just living on just Jupiter. Chilling on Jupiter. They're probably the size of the Earth. You know, they're always like they're like you could well, fit a trillion Earths into the sun, and you're like, damn. <laughs> and like you could fit a trillion suns into the other sun. And oh my it god, it sets my mind at ease when the scientists are like, there's like 14 cyclones right outside of Earth, and you could fit a million Earths into each of them. And there's a black hole in your backyard. <laughs> it's coming right. <laughs> well this Thank new you. one that popped up is the size of texas okay wow that's so pretty like, small in a kind of galactic sense right Th- that's the smallest one of the six what's the largest one they don't say the don't size say. of alaska yeah. <laughs> it's it's the size of the contiguous big. united states <laughs> well hank i think it's time for a little segment we like to call hank's confectionary oh dun 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 Oh, this is uh, wow. Oh, we're reviewing so we the treats. Here? It's um, pelican. Oh, it's pelican poop. Pelican poop. Siesta key. Pelican poop. But it's a deluxe chocolate candy. Yes, dude. This looks uh, this looks pretty good. You know. Yeah. So I was given this as a uh, as a gift for watching a cat. It's a uh, it's oh. very cool, and I can't wait to try it. It's called pelican poop, and you know that candy with the with the word poop in it has to be good. Poo poo, ha ha. Very true. Funny. Yeah, caca, poo poo. Yeah, this is uh, part of the poo poo haha funny collection. Um, <laughs> the Criterion collection. Collect them all. Um, so yeah, it's the Siesta Key Pelican Poop Deluxe Chocolate Candy, um, Deluxe Chocolate Mix. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. There's some chocolate lore on the back. Oh. It says chocolate lore. It it actually says it. Yeah, to reduce calories, store your chocolate on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> Calories are afraid of heights and will jump out of the chocolate to save themselves. <laughs> wow, that is chocolate lore. Um, I like the idea of writing poop on something and then writing deluxe on it somewhere else. But yeah, <laughs> it really gives you an overall feel for the, it's like, they both even each other out, you know? Deluxe chocolate pelican poop mix. So it's not too expensive of candy, it's $6. So if you're in Siesta Key, maybe consider buying some poop. Poop it up. Alright, so it's in kind of a coffee container. You know okay, what? So actually... this is very interesting. I'm going to pour some of these out on the oh. table. Just so uh, we can uh, kind of keep... wow. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. They're all different sizes. <laughs> yeah, this is... In... I got a massive one. Good thing I didn't pour all of them on the table. Like yeah, this is the size of like a large grape. Alright, so... Like a gumball. You can reach in. You can grab oh, grab yourself a hand. Grab them turds. Oh, yeah. I'd rather all these different flavors. I want to... So, if I recall I correctly, I think there is actually a type of coffee that is literally monkey poop. Like no, you get no, the monkey it's, poo-poos. It's, it's like kava. They're it's also like, different it's like some shades. Sort of cat. Wow, this is really good. There's a dark brown one. Yeah. No, I'm actually very pleased with these. This is pretty tasty, honestly. Right, I'm gonna eat the. This is great. Milk oh my god. One first. Like, I think one of them might have peanuts on it, but I'm gonna go for a peanut. I don't peanuts. Maybe mm. it doesn't. I don't think it does. I think it just has a candy shell. Let me read the ingredients. So it's sugar, chocolate shit, chocolate shit. Chocolate shit, you know, like your oils, your malted milks, your whey's, your whey powder. Oh, it does have nuts in it. It's got peanuts, almonds, Brazil nuts, cashews, pecans, filberts, walnuts. Oh, it has all of the nuts. Wow. This candy's nutty. Yeah, it's like someone it's bought like nutty with someone it. bought like the mixed nuts planters thing and they just poured that into a machine that made these. <laughs> they poured it into a pelican <laughs> into the big Doctor Seuss machine they use for this. Yeah, so help yourselves, guys. This is amazing! Oh my god! I actually have very low expectations for these. But now eating them, they're pretty good. 
I don't think Hank has been this excited about a candy since the Charleston Chew. Is that a raisin? This is insane. I'm literally going Possibly. nuts right now. I think that's a raisin. Chocolate covered raisin. You get a fucking raisin? Dude, that's like a limited <laughs> edition. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm actually very pleased. This is amazing. I think I'm ready to review this, actually. So, mm. I would say despite the terrible name and the funny package. Oh my god, it is a raisin. It's a raisin. I'll give it a... I'll give this a four. Like, no. they are kind of boring. But, like, they're, they're so varied and they come in different sizes and they're kind of fun. A fun little novelty. Yeah, I'm definitely going to match the four here. Um, at the end of the day, you know, they taste good. Um, they have a novelty pelican poop bag. And those are the two, um, like, specifications I need for good candy. Yeah, it's got to have poop in the name. It's got to have poop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're still, like, peeling back the layers of what's actually in this. <laughs> it's like a whole mystery thing. I just, like, this, like, beats the scale for me. It's like a five easy. So you would, like, you would totally buy a lot of pelican poop? I would, like, if I was going to see Sakeem, I would, like, stock up. I get, like, I spend, like, a billion dollars on just get, like, a year's supply of pelican poop. Fred, you got a score for us? So, they they have the nuts in them, and then they have the one that's almost like a crunchy biscuit. What have you done? I dropped the one that I was going to eat. All right, well, keep talking. And, um, so that, I was gonna, actually going to retry it, and now it's on the floor, and I can't try it again. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah. I mean, you can try so it. So, I can. It has been more than five seconds. <laughs> so, I'm probably going to give it, I'll give it a, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four because of the variety. I have to. There's there's too much variety and a lot of very well made chocolate. I gotta. Dude, get this is my favorite candy. The dark chocolate is actually very tasty. Like mm. it's you can tell it's real chocolate. It's not like that Hershey's like milk chocolate crap. Mm. Like this is like some real chocolate. Some good ass shit. <laughs> yeah, this was probably actually made in a candy store just by like chocolatiers and stuff. So. Oh, that's yeah, very good. If you're ever in Siesta Key, Pelican Poop, very good. We went Unmatched down to Siesta Key. We got the finest chocolatiers together. <laughs> <laughs> We had a chocolate convention for three weeks. Bad luck to kill a pelican. <laughs> so chocolate has caffeine in it, right? No. I mean, it could. I mean, I guess. I but think it has some caffeine, like maybe. a little bit. Maybe. No, just like, like coffee and chocolate are made from the same thing. Definitely dark chocolate. No, that's not true either. <laughs> no, no, that's true. Also, um, same with uh, pie. Does dark These chocolate contain things. caffeine? Okay, dark chocolate contains like a very small amount of caffeine. But yeah, if they had like a coffee flavored version of this with like a coffee kind of uh, caramel on it or something. All right, I think we've talked enough about poop, so let's uh, let's shuffle it on down the shuffleboard. Wait, did you give your score though? Five, five, five. I thought so Hank good. already scored it. No. Wow. Five. Oh yeah, I did. I'm just giving it another score because oh. I like it that much. Five I think you said five. four before, right? All the way. Oh no, no, no! Easily five. This is more than Charleston choose. Beat him wow. out. All right. It wins. You heard it. Congratulations. Congratulations, Pelican Poop. You Beep. win. Beat Boop. You made it. Top of the ladder. Intermission. Say, Jagger, can you say that again for me? What happened? Tell Daddy what happened. Jagger, what happened? I fell in the mud. Is that mud or is that Pelican Poop? Pelican Poop. Uh-oh. Let's That's go clean you gross. up. Oh, man. And we're back with that fresh and current content you crave. You know you love it. And it's time for a fresh off the assembly line. Brown. <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, you got it. My leg. <laughs> oh yeah, someone got ground up. This yeah, time. very unfortunate. Uh, we have to. Uh, we had like five episodes since our last accident. We got to update the sign. <laughs> yep. So uh, I got to fresh off the assembly line for us. Let me load it up here. This is a product that I've been uh, kind of sitting on for a couple of weeks. I've really been thinking hard about it. It's uh, the Play Monster Stinky Pig. <laughs> oh, dear God. What is that? God. So this is a game for your kids that love fart and uh, caca, poo-poo. Poo-poo. Like... They, they watch the poo-poo haha funny collection. Yes, yeah, so this is for the, that, uh, that market. So the Play Monster Stinky Pig, uh, poke his belly to hear him sing, then roll a dice to see which way to pass him. Pass him quickly. You don't want to be holding him when he toots. <laughs> if he toots on you, you get a token, and the player with the least tokens wins. It's, it's basically the it follows. <laughs> Includes stinky pig, twenty tokens, die. Wow. For two or more players, age six plus. So this is one of those really great games that you're gonna you're gonna play for years with your kids. It's only eight dollars right now. Wow. This is the game that you end up whipping at each other. Yep, so it says, uh, so it's kind of like the the opposite of hot potato. You know, the potato is getting increasingly hotter as you toss it around. Yeah, the hard Um, part is they're like, play hot potato, and then they're like, collect tokens. It's like, (laughs) 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 Like, one of those doesn't really work with the other, or the dice. Like, why do you need to throw a die in there? Roll the dice, and the candy man's gonna give you the stinky pig. It says, poke him in the belly. Go ahead, do it. When you press stinky pig's belly, he starts to sing a little tune. Hurry up and, oh, I think it's the same thing they said up top. They just repeat themselves on Amazon all the time. Like, all the, the product listings are the same as the product description. What yeah. type of song do you think he sings? Oh, he sings, like, um, Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> so there's actually a little, uh, there's a little, I think a, one of the reviewers has a video of him actually being played. It's called, the customer review video is called It's Okay. It's all fine. So you have Stinky That is Pig. demonic. Oh, why are his eyes so far apart? That's the fart. Oh yeah, the fart God. sound is like a little bit of like radio static at the end of his video. <laughs> they were definitely trying to make a cute song, and then it just got like cut off at the end. But like, wait, that's a fart. <laughs> we have a new product. So I wanted to read some of the reviews for you guys because they are very predictable. Uh, so Miranda gave it a one star in 2018. She said, "Design fail. I really wanted to love this game, and my kids certainly laughed when I pressed his belly." However, the pig is so hard. It's like throwing around a brick for hot potato. My two-year-old winds up like he's pitching for the major league, so this game is utterly terrifying. (laughs) Epic toy fail. It's now hidden in an effort to keep my face safe. I called it. It's just you end up whipping it at each other. Yeah. That's right, the new titanium (laughs) stinky bow. It's a health hazard. Like, who would have thought that, like, a hot potato game, maybe you should make the potato soft? (laughs) Why does that... I mean, potatoes are pretty hard. Uh, uh, With a potato in your head, no matter how hard, it's not going to, like, give you a concussion. But, like, this probably would. If you hit somebody in the eye with a potato. Have you guys ever played real hot potato? No. We should do that sometime. Just put a potato in the oven, wrap it in foil, and then throw it at each other. (laughs) Like a 400-degree potato. (laughs) You have palms. (laughs) I have qualms with them. 
Yeah, that's what we had to do to get into uh, Credit Fresh uh, fraternity. <laughs> yeah, and we all pledged. <laughs> it's weird that this is like what people did back in the old days for fun. It's like, hey, let's play hot potato with a really hot potato. <laughs> let's burn our hands. <laughs> burn our hands. And sing a fun song. What is fun is the, we were playing with a hot coal, like on a fire. I don't know what the game is called, but basically you, if you have a campfire, you reach in, you grab out one of the hot red coals, like very lightly and gingerly, so you don't burn your hands. And then you put it between your fin- your cupped hands and you shake it. And while you shake, you blow and it stays burning. Like it stays red hot and on fire while it's in your hands. And then you throw it to someone else and they have to <laughs> do it. We oh used God. to play that at summer camp. Holy shit. It was it actually burn really hands? fun. No, you, you shake your hands fast enough. It doesn't burn your hands, but you have to keep blowing on it so it doesn't go out. So <laughs> That's wild. It's really fun. So you have to like leave room between your yeah you close it when you're shaking it but then you leave your thumb open to kind of blow some air into it thread i went to firebending camp (laughs) uh cat b gave it a one star she said i'm so disappointed with this game wow i'm so disappointed with this game the sound is barely audible literally you can hardly hear the toot or the q sock music playing i don't know what q sock music is (laughs) questionably socialist (laughs) uh kids had to hold the pig up to their ears to hear anything (laughs) The idea of the game is hilarious. I really wish they would make the pig bigger and way more audible. <laughs> what? <laughs> big they say pig. bigger and way more? Yeah. Like, bigger and louder as they want the oh. pig. Kind of like how everyone wants Jar Jar Binks in episode one. <laughs> They're like, I love Jar Jar. Make him bigger, make him louder. <laughs> so somebody said it was as like heavy as a brick, maybe more. And yeah. somebody else wants it heavier. <laughs> it's denser okay. than two okay. bricks. Be able to commit concussion. So uh, G. Marie uh, gave it a five star. And she said, I got this for my gassy, sassy three-year-old, and she loved it. My three-year-old and my one-year-old fight for this pig all day. My kids gassy and sassy. <laughs> Her two kids gassy and sassy. Thing one and two. Yeah. During Christmas Eve, we do a gag gift exchange. I got this for my gassy, sassy three-year-old, and she loved it. My husband and I have tried to play the game twice without any success, because as soon as the girls grab it, they don't let it go. And we have meltdowns instantly. So I suggest you buy this for five-year-olds and older. It's been a few days past Christmas, and the stinky pig is still their top favorite toy, even above their cool, expensive gifts. Yup. That's right. So you're going you're gonna to go up to your um, shitty nephew, you're going to give them pelican poop, and, and you're, you're going to give, give them, them the, the stinky, stinky pig. pig. They're going to love that, that combo. <laughs> would be killer. It would be like a five-star candy, or a four-star candy. Four gonna, and a half-star? Yeah, no, I'd give it a five. Easy. Okay. They're, Hello. They're so four, four and a quarter? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're great. They're, they're going to start, start failing, failing in school because they're just playing <laughs> Stinky Pig all day in class. Yeah. Yeah. Those kids skipping class, playing the Stinky Pig. <laughs> is, uh, is everything all right at home? Yeah, my mom got me Stinky Pig. <laughs> yeah. What is Stinky Pig? He eats this game, uh, the pig he toots. What? <laughs> Do you want to eat some pelican food? Yes. Honestly, I'd package this game with the, the Simpsons Spider Pig movie. Oh, so they get some extra money. The Simpsons movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> into, into the spider pig. <laughs> so they'd start singing the stinky pig. Stinky. Wow. Does whatever a stinky pig can. <laughs> With great dough comes his great uh, Uncle Ben. Fuck. I, I fucking I, I hate this joke. I'm already, I'm already over it. We're, We're not going to cut it just to spite you guys. Yeah, I hope you, you're listening. You know who you are. Okay. <laughs> Uh, odd question. Someone, this is a question and answer. Someone wrote, "Odd question, I know, but this is an odd game. When the pig farts, is it just a sound, or do they incorporate some sort of smell element?" 
Oh like, my god, what if it actually released, like, noxious gases every now and then? Oh, like, it would knock you out? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, last man standing with the stinky pig. It's like, if the pig farts and no one's there to smell it, does it have a smell? Yeah. <laughs> that just, like, walks into the room more and more particular asking 20 times. So, uh, three answers here. Uh, Eric Jensen wrote, the smell would be cool, but the sound only comes out at random times when he sings. Is that the point? Yeah. And then Bonnie, Bonnie wrote just a sound, and then Sal wrote, it depends on who you're playing with. So Sal's the uh, comedian of the week, the resident comedian on Amazon. Yeah, he sent that to his co-workers, and they were like, oh, you, you rascal. Uh, so one more uh, from Loma Clough. This is a one-star review. She wrote, the sound is too low. The sound on this pig is too low to hear when playing. The players have to remain deathly quiet to hear when the pig farts. <laughs> so the idea of bringing this out of the party and then having everyone go pure silence to play Stinky Everybody, Pig. <laughs> Everybody be quiet. I'm trying, trying to, to play, play Stinky Pig. <laughs> I can't hear Stinky Pig. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we missed the last toot. We don't know who to give the point to. We have a bunch of unclaimed tokens here. You're sitting there with like, you have a bunch of medals around your neck. You're like, who am I going to give these medals to? <laughs> Somebody roll the dice. <laughs> you need to get going. You're miscounting on. your tokens. <laughs> You're losing. I'm winning. Too many tokens. <laughs> yeah, that's the English stuff. You're losing. I'm winning. <laughs> oh, what's this? Something else is rolling off the assembly line. What is it? Uh, it's uh. So I have an update on the the uh, France Dudleoni. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, Arc Basil <laughs> in Miami Beach. Yeah. Uh, so this is also from so Florida. Similar. Recipes um, France did Leone. <laughs> so recently, in the artist banana story, a performance artist on Monday defended his banana eating work where he performed himself eating the banana. And yes. people were very mad. This art project continues to get more and more artistic over time. So he claimed that he, over the weekend, was boasting that he would have done it even earlier, but he just wasn't too hungry. So he didn't eat the banana sooner. And he basically stunned the art world on Saturday when he ate the banana, which had been taped to the wall by Italian artist Marizo Catalan. <laughs> banana Banano Tasteroni. Yeah. So this guy, like, you know, he's got the golden toilet. Um, that gets stolen. He gets the banana. That gets eaten. Like, all this stuff, it just... It always gets destroyed. I'm starting to think that he's responsible for this. <laughs> it's all a one grand big conspiracy. It's a government psyop. He, he, hired, he hired the banana thief. I, mean, yeah, I understand the gold toilet getting stolen. So he says, I think this is the first one in art history where one artist eat concept for another. Detona, the performer, told the reporters in New York. People ask me, you eat banana? Physically, it was banana. But banana is just a tool. Usually, I eat the concept of that you know. He insisted that it was not a PR stunt, but a serious piece of art when he peeled and consumed the banana on Saturday afternoon. He really went like, I'm not a banana, I'm an idea. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh. he's like, I decided it in the morning to eat the banana, but I was not too hungry. So I spent two hours walking the basil, just waiting to be hungry, waiting for the moment to be right. He also expressed his admiration of Catalan, the artist, despite devouring the artist's work. I respect him because of that he makes me feel everything. This is why I respect him. He's smart. He's genius. A spokeswoman for Catalan said Monday that the artist is not seeking any criminal or civil action against Datuna. What Catalan did was genius. And it was interesting, right? That's what he said. So there's actually been 
another uh, another update on top. It was this was breaking news. Yeah, I got this one up right now on my uh, on the computer. Yeah. So this guy, you know, he's a performer, starters. They're like buddies. He's like, yeah, you can eat my artwork. That's fine. That's fine. But then, do you wanna? Yeah. So um, after the banana was stolen and not replaced, someone uh, walked up and graffitied it. They wrote. Epstein didn't kill himself. Misspelled, oh, as we of may course. know. Yeah, I E N instead of E I N. They wrote something about uh, Einstein or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was covered up very quickly. But honestly, I would say last week I kind of made fun of this. Not really though. I, I called it art because of the money. All the all the money changing hands made it art. It's like this gets funnier and funnier, which I think makes it even better art. Now it's like it's performance art, but it's viral performance art. Yeah, over the, in using the news media as a medium, like that's crazy. Yeah, it's news like you always, I'm always like, are when somebody just puts like a twig on the wall and they like kind of like kick the the, the floor and like it sells for like twenty billion dollars. Like, do <laughs> do they think it's art? Like, does the artist really think that's art? No, and like the this artist, this artist's like they were like, no, the bana- the banana. It, it's beautiful, and somebody's gonna eat it, and that's even more amazing. <laughs> no, but the, the funny thing is, is that this guy. So like, you think like you know the previous guy, he eats the banana. He basically stole one hundred twenty thousand dollars work. This guy, he's like, it was a performance. Any sedition should be able to perform art on it. Yeah, like, and so he performs it, his own art. It's principle lipstick. He gets arrested. Oh, they throw him in jail. He's. I was just like, oh fucking, why did we get this shit out of here? No, I don't. That, that is not art. And that's basically why he got arrested, because the previous guy was art. This so, guy wasn't. Well, the, would you say that streamers that eat things on streams? Muckbangers. Yeah. <laughs> Muckbanging on screen. Do you think that's art? Do, do, do people eat? Well, Pongzai is art. <laughs> Just eating no, that's expensive a, that's foods. A, that's a performance. That's got to be a performance. performance. I would say Pongzai is definitely art. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, my favorite was the, uh, eating a raw egg. The, the giant crab episode. Where, like, I forget who it was, but it was these two girls eating an enormous crab just for an hour. An eighth old crab. That sounds like something that's right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like crab, hey? Dude, it's a giant, friendly crab, you know? You can eat it. It's delicious. <laughs> giant, enemy crab. Yeah. <laughs> Attack its weak spot. So, another new friend, the giant, friendly crab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, apparently, the uh, Epstein graffiti is now worth a lot of money. <laughs> like because it still kind of retains that value of 120 grand like no matter what you do to it so eventually someone's gonna go up there and just like knock the wall down Wait. and they're just gonna sell that piece of wall for 120 grand <laughs> the writing on the wall that they covered up is still worth read yes. the writing yeah. on the wall you can oh, peel it back why? it's like a, a scratch ticket <laughs> easy now lad <laughs> he's cleaning it off but dangling him from the you know, $120,000 Guaranteed win scratch ticket. I knew you liked my banana. You had to pay $120,000 for it. Tell me you loved me, banana. (laughs) (laughs) I I seen it in your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You loved my banana. You got anything for us? (laughs) Oh, who's that? Um, I got a a quick one here. Um, There's this website. They're called Waterfall Glen Soap. Um, I love the living out my dreams at the Waterfall Glen. (laughs) Um... Share the goodness, it says at the top of their website. Um, and they sell frogs made of soap. Um, but at the top here, it says the soap frog family. So I, I this is their family of products. Um, for $60, you can get the whole family of frogs. Um, really? But you can also get them individually. So this one, um, for eleven ninety nine, you can get My Name is Douglas, and I am a black, mysterious, herbal frog. Ooh, hi, Douglas. Hello, Douglas. Or... Um, 
if you're, you know, maybe in, uh, need a more feminine product, you can have Katya, a beautiful Bulgarian rose rod with a pink swirl. So the pink ranger. Or, or maybe, um, t- top of the morning to you, you need a more Irish product. Um, you have a rosemary and lemon green and black swirl named Morgan. That sounds like that sounds like an ice cream flavor. I feel, I feel like Morgan and Douglas just run the show, like among these frogs. Uh, That's kind of sexist of you to say. You, you have well, I don't know. I, they're frogs. You don't think, you don't think change Ka- their gender at any time? You don't think Katya can lead? Yeah, yeah. No, what's wrong with you, dude? It just seems like a mixture of uh, Power Rangers and uh, My Little Pony. Now, yeah. um, this one's a little more to the point. My name is Nathan. I'm a springtime honeysuckle frog. Oh, hey, Nate. Oh. Uh, I'm. What What about, Um, are you an outdoorsman? We have uh, Timothy, the cedarwood frog with colored spots. You know, oh. I'm starting to notice kind of a disparity in the, uh, <laughs> in the diversity of these frogs. <laughs> like, yes, they are a diverse species, but where's the uh, sexual dimorphism? <laughs> Is it problematic? Yeah, I'm problematized. <laughs> where's all of uh, Alex's Jones research? Well, this one just says, hello, I am Stephen the frog. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor is Stephen? Um, let me click on Stephen. Let me flavor? see. Because this is the first one, uh, first one where it hasn't listed like the, the flavor of soap. <laughs> okay, so I clicked on Stephen. I, I am Stephen the frog. My natural aroma is bergamot and lime essential oils with a gentle and natural scrub from real coffee. <laughs> I arrive in a sturdy cargo box with air holes so I can make the journey safely. Oh my god! And plenty of fresh cut paper grass to keep me safe and happy. Oh, so he eats paper grass. Um, plus one free sample from our studio. From, from our frog studio. This sounds awesome. I have a big hoppy family. Like, to put a website together like this, to have so many product descriptions that are funny, is, like, so hard. <laughs> they have lore. All right, pick one more. We're going to read the description. Do we, we got Douglas, Katia, Morgan, Nathan. We've already been through those. No, no, but I, like oh, you they have read, a long you, you description. Oh, we get the lore. Profile? That was that last one I read was the in-depth lore. I want Katia. Yeah, yeah we right. should do Katia. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thanks, Hank. I'm just everything. <laughs> so, we're, so we're in all in greens. I am named Katia. I hopped all the way from beautiful Bulgaria to show you what real rose smiles like. Bulgaria. <laughs> real rose smiles like. <laughs> my pink swirls on my skin are always special, and the color of Bulgarian rose petals. I am perfect for kids' bath time. I'm fun for adults who want a bit of whimsy in the bathroom. <laughs> you know I Do you love whimsy heat, in the bathroom. You want to heat up your bathroom experience? Always, <laughs> always charming as a gift, too. Every purchase comes in sturdy cargo box with air, yep, air holes, paper grash, hoppy family. That is such a commitment to the frog lore. Yeah, it's they, like <laughs> they put it in a box as if it's like you're, you captured a frog out in your yard. Yeah, and it's like, hi, I'm Steven. <laughs> I want to get, like, the full frog novels. Like, I'm picturing this being, like, a saga that's going on of, like, yeah, stuff I, from the frog adventures. I want to take this moment to get something off my chest. Uh, when I was 10, I caught a toad, and I put it in a Tupperware container, but I forgot to poke holes uh-huh. in it. Oh, and he roasted. No. So I just want to apologize to that toad oh, if he's no. listening. <laughs> Dude, it's know. like killing a seagull. This yeah. is- I have Why'd such a similar story. Up? amphibian <laughs> yeah the wind changed direction <laughs> i used to vacation in new hampshire and there were a bunch of like little baby tadpoles and frogs jumping on the on the river bank not in the river and uh i captured like five or six of them and then i let them go into the 
They're probably fine. They're frogs. They, they just they were like they were like dry then. They were like, oh no, they were like, like toads. Yeah. Toads don't swim. They evolved and they're now like some weird um, double amphibian. Hopefully, toads or frogs. Um, toads I, or frogs? Yeah. Uh, give me more time. I need to research. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Well, I, while, while you're researching, uh, I think Fred, you got something for us. I got a little something. Um, so everyone uh, hates when the door closes on you, right? When you're trying to hold it open. Not me. Like, and it falls on your ankle. Ah, like, my ankle. Yeah. Toughens you up. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It puts hair on your chest. <laughs> Katy Perry taught me that. <laughs> you're hot and you're cold. Yes, and I'm Well, we got something to prevent that. We got a doorstop. <laughs> oh my god is that the, to stop the door from hitting you on the way out of this podcast <laughs> the kicker is it has laser engraved hodor on it oh so it's one of those game of thrones <laughs> <Yeah>. door stops <laughs> dude you can put it with the the big mug the big antler handle oh yeah the horn the drinking horn so we got the regular door and we got the hodor there's actually a oh, I can't. I'm so stupid. A hole. A hole. A hole. The best flavor of wood they got is golden hodor. Best flavor? Yeah. Goldor? <laughs> they got medieval, Brazilian cherry, extra long. Seven, <laughs> seven uh, right, and a half inches. They're just going right to the point. <laughs> will hold any castle door. This will <laughs> hold the line. <laughs> will it hold like. Like I'm imagining like a drawbridge coming down. Like, how does that work? It says any, dude. Any castle door. Any castle. Is the door. drawbridge at the front? Is that a bridge or is that a door? Oh, did you see? You see the neighbor? You see uh, the door. He just got a drawbridge. Uh, really ostentatious. Really I mean, showing up. Just don't fall in his uh, pile of pit snakes. <laughs> don't fall in the moat. The most important part made in the USA. Oh hell oh. yeah! Real American Hodor. Yeah, yeehaw! That's what I say to that. I love how most of the um, the reviews are either five star, the greatest, making all of these Game of Thrones references, like role playing and like, dude role playing okay, in the yes. Amazon reviews. Ha, ha, <laughs> a door is coming. Ha ha. Or it's one star reviews where they advertise it as having a whole bunch of veneer and finished and and polished and stuff, and it just comes as like a block of wood with. <laughs> like the Hodor imprinted on it. Walk up, walk up wood. <laughs> it didn't even hold the door open. It's like two grams of wood. It's like, like lubricated on one side, so it slides extra easier. There's a felt of a felt pad on the bottom of it. Yeah, this uh, this extra long door stop is it lubricated or unlubricated? <laughs> this door is ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> Safe door opening. That's what I'm all about. I want the door to be able to open and stay open safely. Yeah. Alright, I'll read one one of the questions. Can it hold the door against a crowd of zombies? Only if Rick Grimes also has his back against it, otherwise you're toast. Oh, this is epic. Epic <laughs> Elon Musk comes with the flamethrower, epic. Dude, this is epic. Like if I was like in a zombie apocalypse, I get the hodor. I'd bring a staple gun. Oh <laughs> pew pew. Yeah. Alright, the thing right next to you is your weapon for the zombie apocalypse. What is it? Uh, Pelican poop. <laughs> <laughs> They love pelican food. <laughs> it's her favorite treat. Uh, uh, gr- graph paper. <laughs> uh, 
the recording computer. <laughs> your your Bepis computer. Yeah. Pepsi Cola. Well, Fred, is that all you got for that one? Yep, that's just a block of wood. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. If you want, or if you're in the market for wood, uh, definitely check out those Hodor. Support your local Hodor. So uh, we have uh, one final segment because uh, no one submitted any viewer mail this week. So thanks a lot. Bad. Bad. There's going to be a scathing email to the fan club. I'll write a Yelp review. Yeah, the newsletter is going to be absolutely (laughs) sorted. But uh, it's called Release the Presses. Oh, yes. My presses. The presses are coming. The presses are coming. Somebody's alerted the presses. Here they are. uh, Discussing the latest in... um, uh, British uh, cakes, uh, truffles, um, doo 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 doo, crumpets and tea. Who brought all these fucking horns into the <laughs> castle? <laughs> Who let the horns fit in? It's a little chocolate. Yes, it is. Release the presses where we read a press release. Wow, isn't that great? Isn't that a great intro this great segment? So, uh, the search for Wonka's next five golden ticket winners is on with Rolled Dolls Imaginormous Challenge. Oh, no way. So, five lucky children from across the USA are set to win a very once-in-a-lifetime golden ticket prize thanks to Rolled Dolls Imaginormous (laughs) Challenge. So, this is a writing competition for kids aged 5 to 12, and basically they submit a short sample of writing, and they get an opportunity if the... If the people like their writing and they win the contest, they get to come out and do a bunch of fun things. So, Ooh, go to an amusement park. It's fairly simple. It's uh, You create a story. So this is for all our uh, 12 and under listeners, if you guys are interested. Yeah. <laughs> maybe check this out. You write little shits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're... <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm so <laughs> sorry to your parents. Yeah. Yeah, tell your parents we apologize for cursing. But, uh... You basically submit a story idea in 100 words or less. And unlike many other creative writing challenges, grammar and spelling are not assessed. So this is one of those (laughs) bullshit things. (laughs) Uh, The only judging criterion in true Wonka style is pure imagination. In a world of bad grammar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Roald Dahl's like turning in his grave. He's like, no grammar! (laughs) There was one meaning to those books. It was right correctly. (laughs) Alright, so here it is. Here are the five things. It says, one lucky winner and their guardian will travel to Los Angeles, California, where the winner will meet the authors Lynn Oliver and Henry Winkler for a writing workshop. Henry Winkler is the Fonz, right? Yeah, he is. Really? Yeah, I think Henry Winkler is uh, the Fonz from uh, Happy Days. He's like, hey, kid, you want to write like a real cool guy? Hey, I like your writing. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Maple syrup. Hey, hey I'm writing That's right, right here. It's fantasy literature right. camp with the Fonz. <laughs> uh, so your idea will be published into an ebook thanks to Penguin Young Readers. That's pretty cool. Another story idea will inspire an ice cream flavor. With the winner getting the chance to work with iconic ice cream brand Ample Hills Creamery. Ample, yo, <laughs> yo, these hills are so ample. ample. They got plenty hills. Wait, is this a children's book? The first one? Yeah, they're all kind of like children's related. Okay, so essays. this has to be. Yeah, they're all. How hard do you think it would be to like yeah, impersonate a child and just like secretly write a really good story? I don't like, think it's hard to impersonate a child. Yeah, <laughs> just like put little shoes on your knees and get like a be like. I mean, we do it once a week uh, into a microphone, so <laughs> can't be that hard. Yeah, that's right. Um, after this, we have the kid podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to put on a trench coat, 
to impersonate a child somehow. Uh, Megan impersonates your children. <laughs> it's like, oh, that trench coat formation of children is has a beard for some reason. Oh, you dress up like a bunch of kids in a trench coat? Yeah. So that way they think you're a bunch of kids? And they're like, oh, those kids in the trench coat submitted yeah, that essay. It's so just, silly. You stuff pillows and stuff into a long trench coat and walk stilts. Just right with my left hand. Like, I am 12. Uh, so one one this is uh, prize three one one hundred word or less story idea will give the creator a chance to travel to Hollywood where they will work with Warner Brothers Consumer Products to take part in a creative brainstorm and design a toy. Oh, so that's actually pretty awesome. Like, that'd be sick. That would be the best prize in my mind to design the toy. It's like a shark, uh, but it's got it shoots chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's some shit like that? It cuts your fingertips. So num- your fingernails. Number four, uh, one lucky winner That's will travel. Fingertips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one lucky winner will have all their fingertips cut off. And a chainsaw shot. Anyway. So number four, one lucky winner will travel to see the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory U.S. national tour and work with their team to have their story idea transformed into a theatrical creation. Plus, they'll win tickets to see the incredible musical alongside a loved one. That's right, Ewonka fans. Would you like a <laughs> lifetime supply of pelican poop? That's right, Wonka maniacs. <laughs> All you Wonka freaks. <laughs> All you Wonka clowns. I want to see you out there drinking Fago. I want to see you out there asking how magnets work. And uh, oh. number five, this one is probably the most surreal and worst prize. Uh, oh one winner will have their story transformed into a Minecraft world by a professional oh, Minecraft my. build team virtually. No. With the opportunity to provide creative Please. feedback and crafting tips to the Minecraft pros. Did Please. somebody say epic? Did someone say Minecraft? So, Dude, I got a doctorate in Minecraft building. So this is happening. Yeah, if I post this on YouTube and I put the tag Minecraft, I'll get 10 million views on it. All the 12-year-olds will send me their essays to submit on their behalf. <laughs> That's right. Send me the Minecraft essay. You'll get a golden ticket or something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this challenge runs through December 20th, 2019. So get on it. Yeah, that's right. If you want to go see the Minecraft team, the professional Minecraft team build a world. What do you think those professional Minecrafters are like? Like... You know exactly you think they work from like. home? You and I, you and I both know what they look like. Yeah, they work from home. That's a good way to put it. Um, <laughs> well, they, yeah, if work no, is in quotation you're, marks. If you're listening to this, I want you to write that essay. You buy that trench coat. Make sure you, you collect uh, 50 box tops. <laughs> you get those crent box tops. To be honest, because we don't get a gold, an actual golden ticket, I think I'd take the Minecraft offer and have him make me a giant golden ticket in Minecraft. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have him make uh, Johnny Depp in Minecraft. <laughs> like, make Johnny Depp. And they're like, I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, so I actually wanted to open this up to uh, our new perspectives. So if you want to write us a 100-word essay, uh, creative essay, and submit it, we will read it in a uh, theatrical performance. And oh, wow. uh, Hank will make a Minecraft world. It will. Yep. It can be <laughs> anything. I'll, I'll spend a 40-hour work week uh, just studying the craft and uh, making the mine. We're I will, like, I will, like a server for public use. I will recreate it in us. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you have, uh, if you want to do that, crentfresh at gmail.com. If you ever see like a crazy Amazon listing that you really think needs to be discussed, send that our way too. If you see any news, you got like a new friend that you want to share with the, the rest of us, feel free to send that to 
email as well. Do you have a, a product or a work of art of your own that you think would fit with the show? Um, send it to us. Come uh, on down. Do you have any bananas taped to a wall that somebody come needs to tape eat? a banana to the Krent House wall and then we'll eat it. Oh, yeah. uh, and then spray paint Epstein, kill himself. Yeah, Epstein sold himself. Somebody darn Epstein the banana. And sell that for two hundred thousand dollars. Yep. So crunchfresh.gmail.com. You can follow us at YouTube. YouTube. Crunchfresh. You can also check us out on magnamorphous.org. It's the place where we host all the content. Spotify. Speaking of essays, go to Magnamorphous. Yeah, Magnamorphous is full of ideas for your hundred word essay. That you can send to Roald Dahl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with that attention Roald Dahl. Put that on the subject line of the email so I know how to sort them. And uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Banana Hammock. And if you want to follow me, uh, you can follow me at Goosebims. Uh, badminton Boys with the Z. And sometimes... Oh, don't even do it, Fred. You're, you sometimes don't even I'm it. never on my Twitter. No, yeah. this is... I've never once If you want to follow Twitter, Fred, you got to tune into Crunchfresh. This is, yeah. this is the most important plug. Um, you're going to find Base Duck on Twitter, and you're going to DM him. Like, you're just going to start spamming him. Actually, no, he's he's Vape Duck. Vape Duck. Base <laughs> du- oh, yeah, Vape Duck. That's right. Yeah. He's on the run with the recent Charlie Baker ban. <laughs> Or no, it's back in state, actually. He banned yeah. me, man. Yeah, send him um, some incriminating uh, blackmailish things and uh, get him to go on Twitter. Yeah, or not. I mean, you can tune into Crunt Fresh, too, if you want to get your daily dose of bread. No, I want that black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Recipes, France, did Leone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>